0: we
1: It's issue number 17 of The Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Hammer Hard Andy, and with me are my co-hosts, The Beardless Shane. Uh, Not true,
0: but okay, hey.
1: And Rory, The Omniscient (laughs) Overmind. Oh, nice.
2: I like that. That's... I'm on a a roll. (laughs) Shane, you're beardless in your heart.
1: Yeah. mm, You
0: shave your heart. (laughs) You shave your heart. I'm dead.
1: <laughs> no, so today's comics follow Thor, Captain Marvel, and Silver Surfer. And they take us from September through December of 1969, the very end of the 60s. And during this time, uh, Fred Hampton and Mark Clark of the Black Panthers are assassinated by the FBI. Nixon goes on TV and appeals to the, quote, silent majority who support the Vietnam War. Blah. And the first episode of Sesame Street premieres. See, I took it back around. I ended with the fun Muppets.
0: We did end on the fun Muppets. <laughs> do you think they'll ever do a Muppet war movie?
1: Oh, okay. I like that idea, though, because they've so like done save, a couple other... Private
0: Kermit?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they, you know, they, they <laughs> usually bridge, have stuck bridge to...
2: Bridge Over the River Fozzie? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I, I like the idea that Muppets would uh, in the fullness of time flex into different genres than, you know, just recreating old timeless public public domain stories, uh, start doing like Muppet horror flicks and stuff. Because a lot of people think Muppets are very scary, just on you know, on principle. They're very scared mm-hmm. of puppets. So sort of a sort of a <laughs> chucky situation.
0: <laughs> I, I am terrified, but only on principle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have to move on before I tell everyone that Gonzo could get it.
1: Oh, no, we can't hear it. Nobody, (laughs) nobody can hear you say that. That's, that's not a thing that we're going to allow you to say on this podcast. So, so you're right. We do have to move on. Which one do we want to start with? I think it was Thor, right? We wanted to do a Thor. Talk about the two issues of Thor we read.
0: Yeah. I want to start on the God of Thunder.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The Great Gonscape. Oh, Okay, I like that one. But it, it doesn't work as well as a title, but I liked imagining the movie with Gonzo in
0: it. <laughs> it has to be Gonzo in battle surrounded by all the rats, right? Oh. Like all the other soldiers are the rats and they're all dying around him and being blown up.
1: He's got like a locket with a picture of Camilla the chicken in it.
0: <laughs> yes! He keeps and looking it at it and bump, kissing bump it. On it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: talk to talk to me about this one is this not the definitely the second time we've used the thor title to just kind of get an origin story for galactus because it really feels like we did like didn't we already have like odin look in his spooky like mirror and see stuff about him
2: yeah we learned a little bit more i guess we learned kind of the watcher's part in his inception
1: uh the watchers decided not part in this yeah (laughs) yeah his major decision to simply just watch, which is definitely growing a little old. It, yeah, especially when he's sort of like
2: can semi like he can sort of see if he can't see the future, he can sort of see into the souls of things. It's like the watcher yeah. was very aware of the danger he just let loose <laughs> on the on the galaxy or the universe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: he's just like, oh shoot. Dang this shoot, code of mine! mine. Dang this! Turn <laughs> this dang code! Uh, if only Don't I, shoot. but I definitely did. I definitely did say that I wouldn't do that. So guess I gotta.
2: All right, go eat a planet, you scamp.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's an odd it's an odd little thing, um, especially because it, it the the structure around getting to see some of his origin story is super thin. Yeah. Uh, Because Odin just sends Thor off. He's like, well, I guess it's time for you to go kill Galactus. And he's like, all right, cool. And he spends a a chunk of the issue at the beginning of of us sort of like really spending time talking about how Balder and the the Warriors Three are going to protect Earth while he's out doing this. Because he's definitely like, it's going to take a while. I'm going to be off looking for Galactus for like a lot of issues.
0: And we get that like we get the Three Stooges moment with like it like they are literally the three stooges yeah volstag yes. Vol, <laughs> is just all sorts of goofs like it's mm-hmm. he's my favorite he's probably my favorite thing out of these two issues
1: oh he's always my favorite thing when we read thor unless ego the living planet and, and the recorder are there which both of them are absent this time yeah I'm very steamed I mean, about it
2: it remains kind of uh an annoyance in the you know economy of pages are just like why are we watching these goofballs run around Earth? It was <laughs> for seven pages.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a third of the book. Yeah. You you got your hospital waiting room again. It was like I did. Uh... <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like standing around. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. It's weird that we even focus on that one. Like, like he finds Galactus immediately. And then Galactus is like, pull up a seat, man. We got to sit and talk about stuff. And they talk about his origin story. And at the end of these two issues, uh, Odin's like, cool, cool, cool. I've heard enough. We don't have to kill him. I'm sending you back because those guys have, need help on Earth. And he just teleports him to Earth. It's like none of that mattered. Like none of it, none of it had anything to do with.
2: I kind of, appre- you're right. The sort of the content of all of Galactus's origin story is kind of pretty basic, tortured villain, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's all shit you've heard before. But him sort of, summoning thor to this this summit was i don't know intriguing you know thor yeah. kept wanting to do battle and god is like dude i'm <laughs> can
0: you just can't you just well, hear he... about the my tale of woe he's, all of his poses too are like him sitting sadly hunched over and yeah, like with his like hands on his knees he's like some sort of kid oh. in time out <laughs> yeah. And it, it totally talks about like the origin of his little boxcar. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> like... Yeah. On the whole this week, I think all of I found a lot of the stories in these issues really tough to follow. And I think that definitely does include this little backstory. Uh, It was it was strange. It was like there was a plague, I guess, that seems to be jumping yeah. from planet to planet. And his entire race decides that they'd rather just th- throw themselves into the sun than get sick.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but how did he get free of it? Like, his ship, like, crashed instead of hitting the sun? I, 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 it was all very sort of hazy.
2: To me. I, I didn't really get it. It seemed like this plague is, is a sort of magical space plague. And yeah. he was by their, like, nuclear core or something and got all whammied when the yeah. two collided.
0: Yeah, he, well, because it didn't actually, like, hit the sun. It went next to the sun. And mm-hmm. then all the all the all the gamma rays all the gamma rays. yeah, all the gamma rays like gave him his spooky powers, and that's why he didn't die.
1: and his insatiable hunger his insatiable
0: uh, hunger for planet juice
1: yeah,
2: well, I did kind of enjoy galactus's uh, thirst for planet juice his his like world weariness. Mm-hmm. Um, the origin story is not only kind of difficult to follow and stupid, but it like really flattens this character who we have to then see, like Galactus is supposed to be this sort of like timeless sort of agent of entropy. Yeah. And we see him like build a suit of armor and he made his little dumb square, his cube, (laughs) his flight cube.
0: Yeah. (laughs) smart car flight cube.
1: Yeah. It's like, I guess it's a real example of when more story has harmed your thing. Right. I mean, like you kind of have to recognize Galactus was cool because he was almost like the wind, you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And that's why he was scary. And I, and and we, and I we think... don't know where the wind comes from.
2: <laughs> and we like it that way.
1: Well, you know what I mean. But but I think I it's totally it's, it's odd that they a, a they feel like yeah he was popular so like, oh we just got to keep bringing Galactus back. It's like somebody like Galactus needs to be mysterious and sparingly used. And yeah. having him show up this often just keeps humanizing him. And then he's not very scary. Totally. So, I don't know. Uh, m- meanwhile, I guess there's we, – we're never going to follow up on this, so it doesn't even really bother mentioning much. But the uh, the Three Stooges and Bald uh, are preparing to fight Thermal Man. <laughs> this, like, <laughs> nuclear man made in the, uh, the quote, mysterious Orient, which is, you know, always fun when they do that, uh, and, and those good drawings they make.
2: But otherwise, I was actually about to say that the, neither the drawings nor the dialogue
1: were particularly offensive that I noticed. It, 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 yeah. The drawings are, like, way more toned down. The dialogue is way like, better. The way they're after, written is after so much better. one
2: week. I mean, cause we go back to Latin America later, this, this, uh, this issue of our show in a later <laughs> issue, Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, it's 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 all a lot better after yeah. not much time has passed. I hope Absolutely. it's not just a fluke. I, I'm not really <laughs> I sure who, who who is to blame or who is to be credited with,
1: with less upsetting dialogue. The, yeah. yeah uh huh. Yeah. I'm not really sure, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 kind of nothing. Any,
0: any other thoughts on Thor? it's not good pass <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright so we didn't love the, we didn't love the Thor issues how about these four Captain Marvels
0: oh, you so, know
1: <laughs> no go ahead Shane
0: well hang on my thing was a Thor thing again <laughs> 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 i'm pulling a rory i'm pulling a rory what is I just, it i really think I, I, the names of these ones are always like the god of thunder versus this thunder uh-huh. over new york thunder blah 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 and i just every time they title one of them i just had to tell you that it reminds me of the thunder from down under mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. which is which is fitting in today's age for who yes. is playing thor anyway continue.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Because of some of the content we read this week, I dived a little bit deeper into the kind of Captain Marvel uh, franchise history and the sort of litigious... Ah, backstory okay. of it. Yeah. Because uh, for one, cause... we sort of invented the facts last time we talked about it. I was like, well, this is what I think it is. And as a news show, people expect us to have a certain <laughs> amount of credibility uh, that I don't know was think... present the last time we talked about it. We got some of it, right?
1: I think we may have even cut it. I'm not sure. Oh, so we, we can, so I we, hope we did so... cut it because it yeah, it's
2: <laughs> dramatically incorrect. Uh, incorrect.
1: Yeah, we'll set our
2: record straight. All right. So uh, Captain Marvel begins as a. Uh, Fawcett comics, which we talked about, right, which we uh-huh. mentioned, but um, I think what was not uh, clear at the beginning was that from the very beginning, Captain Marvel was actually an absolute ripoff of Action Comics and of Superman in particular. Mm. Um, perhaps not in in sort of everything, uh, you know, because Superman can't Shazam, but they <laughs> they sort of stole the iconography and in like issue covers uh so going into that so dc sues them and in the meantime fawcett keeps sort of stalling it and uh captain marvel uh outpaces superman at the time uh Mm. as the most popular comic and this is this is probably like 40s or 50s right yeah yeah so dc has sort of won their um their lawsuit but they don't just get captain marvel here what they what they do is they remove Fawcett's ability to print this comic, but they don't uh, own anything, right? Uh-huh. So, enter enter Marvel Comics, which has nothing to do with, with this original lawsuit until Marvel starts to get big and somebody tries to reboot Captain Marvel. And uh, apparently it was much lampooned, but even if it wasn't, Marvel is now trying to be very protective of the word Marvel. Sure. And... um mm-hmm. So, Fawcett Fawcett uh, has nothing to do with this sort of bootleg Captain Marvel reboot. Mm. And so, what Marvel does is buys the trademark to the name Captain Marvel because there's no nothing saying they can't. It's just that Fawcett isn't allowed to print more Captain Marvel comics. Uh. So, now Marvel has obtained the name Captain Marvel and they use that to sort of stamp out this strange new Captain Marvel that is not theirs or Fawcett's. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. And from there... DC, as, uh, later in the 70s, DC will acquire the IP for Captain Marvel. Sure. So Marvel has the trademark. They have the name Captain Marvel and DC has everything else. Got and it. And I mention that because their, their sort of rumbling in the background is, I guess, bad, bad actors. The only reason Captain Marvel was ever written, was ever penned by Marvel was to Solidify their their stake in the in, in the, the trademark, mirror. yeah, yeah. So then, so then later, DC when they get the the IP, there becomes an odd feud, and you see it starting to to heat up here. Not with DC specifically, but um, their Captain Marvel. They go sort of to painstaking lengths to give him kind of a Shazam setup.
1: Yeah, and it's so weird and bald here. Uh, I mean, first what we do is we, you know, we, we, we finish up what we were up to and we'll get to that. But like his, his story that was going on on Creelar and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like two issues, we read four issues in the third issue. Yeah. We set up a Billy Batson situation, uh, 100%, like it almost identical to how, uh, the old, the original non-marvel captain marvel did it where there's just this kid who can turn into a badass and it's and it's like a totally separate identity kind of and yeah we <laughs> the marvel version is Rick Jones it's
0: Rick it's Jones, Rick Jones.
1: <laughs>
2: and uh and just to finish up the story which i guess has some other little uh uh trails to it but when dc publishes their Shazam the full title Originally was Shazam the original Captain Marvel like they're just everybody's just <laughs> so kind petty of just being petty and then Marvel sues them for that <laughs> Like
1: no, you can't do this. We have one fucking word. Can you just grow up and not use it?
0: <laughs> Sorry, DC man sounds stupid <laughs> Think of well, better
1: Marvel- name dorks Marvel doesn't even name anybody like detective man or anything, right? I mean like they're not doing that <laughs> No back off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very odd. Um, let's, let's, I guess let's walk up to it. Cause there, there's another important thing that we should talk about. First. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, this is, this is the part that I found hardest to follow are these first two issues. I mean, the, 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 in, in issue 15, which we read last week, it was already kind of like really fast and confusing. Zoe, the sort of demigod feature, uh, demigod character that has given Captain Marvel his newfound powers, uh, has sent him on his mission to go destroy the idol of Tambor on the planet Kree-Lar. and we're never really sure what exactly that is. Uh, it's kind of like a a menace. It's like a bad bad guy. It's been attacking people. I don't know, but. <laughs> There's so many things happen so fast. Because he shows up to fight Tambor. Ronan shows up and is like, you, you're a fugitive. Then he starts fighting Ronan. Then what is it? The, the, the super Sentinel super or, or the Supreme. The, the Super <laughs> Sentry shows up and is like, no, you have to go to court with the Supreme <laughs> Intelligence. And then they go to the fucking Supreme Intelligence. And then we learn the biggest twist so far. It's so fast. Oh my god. Ugh. But Zoe, his secret identity.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: was that... uh Zekar
1: or uh Zarek. Zerek, Zarek. The, the imperial minister of decree Cri-
2: s- straight up never met
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not
1: a reveal but we i think we even heard hear the imperial minister first mentioned on like the previous page <laughs> where they're like oh yes the supreme intelligence him he uh gives orders to the imperial minister cool and then we flip the page and it's like so is the imperial minister Whoa, cool.
2: it was all kind of trying to set up a, a rebellion or a, so that uh, Zarek and Ronan could squash it. And I guess somehow Curry favored to take over the Kree. The, there, there is kind of a South Park, you know, uh, question mark in the middle of that equation.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> give, give Captain Marvel absurd powers, set a robot loose, question mark. Take over the Cree, and <laughs> i don't really know there's also there's also the hint that there's kind of some racist angles going on where they talk about how they're the blue Cree, the original Cree before they like I guess lost their blue coloring.
2: I might have missed that
1: yeah, like Ronan and uh and Zarek are both like, no, but we 're blue Cree, and we should be in charge, and mm-hmm. i don't know it's fucking weird, and so they yeah, they try and they basically try and stage a coup, and Captain Marvel learns he's just been a pawn from the beginning. And, and, uh, and then for not losing the fight with Ronan
2: and Zarek, the Supreme Intelligence basically gifts him the same powers that he just got from Zoe. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think he's sort of it seems like it's his same power set. So I don't know if Zoe took it. It's all super sloppy.
0: It's um, so sloppy. But he doesn't actually like he doesn't actually get powers from Zoe because those not real. Well, I think um, they were. See, that's exactly exactly. Because they, <laughs> no, because I have they, no fucking clue. He he was like, oh, but it was, um, uh, a hyper reality chamber, which is fake, and it's illegal to use these. And then the Supreme Intelligence was like, here, you know what? Fuck it. Have this little uniform. Have a new leotard. Have, yeah, give me the Have suit. flying powers. Yeah, and have well, some other whatever yeah. bullshit. Just leave. But because and you his, love Earth his leot- so much,
1: and Earth is gross, you'll never be promoted past Captain. Yeah, you're but only going to be a Captain. But I don't hate you anymore.
2: His leotard is also red now, sort of again, sort of playing with yep. this. Just sort yep. of thumbing their nose at, at other people for, uh, <laughs> for having lost a lawsuit. You know, it's just like, it's just, it's just breeding bad blood.
1: Yeah, issue 16 and 17 are kind of the one-two punch of like, well now we've set up captain marvel so now let's do what we really wanted to do and totally just steal the uh, the original ip uh because yeah this one you know we sort of refine his power set a little bit and we give him a red suit and then uh something and then right. a boy to transform into yeah a boy to swap
0: atoms with you have to have a boy to swap atoms with
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's illegal <laughs> uh this is this is another really unclear thing. I'm just going to mention it really fast. Uh when Ronan and Zarek are attacking, they use some sort of dot 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 question mark negative bomb something or other and because of how close Captain Marvel was to it, he's he's hit with a bunch of like really weird negative radiation and when he tries to teleport to Earth, he ends up accidentally Trapping himself in the negative zone at the end of this issue. That's the status quo now for quite some time, as far as I understand. I don't know how long this goes on, but he is now stuck in the negative zone. And the only way that he can sort of get out is by the use of these ancient Kree artifacts called the Negabands, which supposedly I guess are just hanging out on Earth for no good reason. Yeah,
0: they just chill on Earth because (laughs) they can.
1: And he like appears in visions to Rick Jones. I guess the Supreme Intelligence is like, you know what you have to do now, right? And he's like, yeah, I know. I got to go find this teen, Rick Jones, and do a sloppy with him. And he's like, wait, well, <laughs> well yeah, I guess that is what I guess. Wait, wait, let me check the script. Yes, that is exactly what I'm implying somehow. Yes, the Supreme Intelligence needs you to go find Rick Jones, American teen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he started
0: the teen brigade. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the not, selling if, point.
1: If I'm not completely mistaken... I feel like Rick Jones has interacted with the Supreme Intelligence already, like, ages ago, like, in a, in a Fantastic Four issue. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: accidentally?
1: Yeah, like, he was in the midst of some stupid plot, and I don't know, it was weird. Uh, I don't remember the details enough to tell you, because oh, clearly that stuck in my mind. Uh, but yeah, so he he kind of manipulates Rick Jones into putting on these negabands, and is like, haha, ha, sucker, now you gotta share your body with an alien. And... From now on, when Rick Jones slams these two bracelets together, uh, he swaps places, and now he's stuck in the negative zone, and Captain Marvel's in the real world. Yeah, and Rick Jones wha- non
2: superhero Rick Jones has to spend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> torment torment in the negative zone. Yeah, for Captain Marvel to fly. Uh, well,
0: negative zone doesn't actually
2: seem that bad. You just float around and hate it.
0: Yeah, you literally <laughs> just float around and hate it, and it. <laughs> also, he, <laughs> the, the whole first like ten pages of, of them getting to Rick Jones is him throwing a temper tantrum and leaving oh, Captain yeah. Am- Captain America's house or, yes, or like had, the Avengers no, Tower or whatever. It's, it's if, if Red we had Skull been reading swamped
2: places with uh Captain America Yeah, and was mean to Rick Jones. Red Skull <laughs> bullied him as his best yeah. friend Captain America. And so Rick Jones takes his guitar and his boots and gets the hell out of there yeah he says (laughs) uh, apparently since the last time we've seen him rick jones american teen from uh (laughs) from the great southwest you know plains of nevada uh is a budding outlaw country star
1: i know (laughs) it's so weird he's everything that they need him to be and nothing more and at the exact right time it's so weird because when we first met him he was uh he was just there when Bruce Banner first hulked out at that nuclear test and became his sidekick. And then he was running the teen brigade for the Avengers kind of. And now apparently he's gone as far as like getting an official suit as a Captain America sidekick. Uh it's super weird the the direction that this character's <laughs> gone.
2: they don't they don't explicitly say he's an outlaw country star, but uh he, he he's is a an outlaw country star. He's a country boy. <laughs> He walks into a bar and he wants to impress this hippie chick. Uh, so he asks the band to let him play a tune to let him <laughs> to let him tickle the ivories for a second. Although he plays guitar. Uh, I don't know. if yeah. I don't know a fun slang for that. And then all the beatniks just absolutely hate his music. Uh-huh. And then uh, he tells he tells a fat cat movie producer to get stuff. Nobody, nobody buys
1: Rick Jones. So he's got, he's got Outlaw Country written, written across his face. Yeah, (laughs) it's a it's an interesting it's interesting direction we've gone with Rick. Uh, But it's funny because most of the issues now we spend with Rick complaining about being in the negative zone. He's like, come on, (laughs) come on. He needs something something to fuel his
2: songs, to fuel his Johnny Cash persona. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me tell you about the negative zone. (laughs) The funny thing to me as well is that they've also given him a catchphrase. And I don't know how long he's had this. I don't know if this is new for Captain Marvel or if this is a thing they introduced a while ago. But now in every situation, even when it's inappropriate, he's like fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And he needs to fucking stop saying fantastic. Yeah, it's a little unclear because he
2: uses it in other circumstances besides when he wants to summon Captain Marvel. But he does yeah. do it when he bangs those bands together.
1: Yeah, there's there is uh, like like you're clearly gathering. There's a lot that happens. This was this was three two and a half issues so far, and we read four. But another important thing that we should mention is that uh, now after. All that conversation about his powers and not being sure which ones he has, now when he's trapped in the negative zone and then switches places with uh with Rick, now he's like, Oh, well, I don't don't have my usual powers because now I only have what the negative, the negabands allow me to have. What do I have now? And so now it's like another reset. And I guess he can fly. Maybe he can't do illusions anymore. It's so <laughs> fucking unclear at this point. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just trying to ignore it, but it's so tough. <laughs> <laughs> it really gets me.
2: Yeah, it's like he has to roll or he has to do like the wheel of fortune wheel at the beginning of every issue to see what mm-hmm. his powers are.
1: Yeah. Uh let's talk about let's talk about not Jan Rog. Um because he's the sort of like third member of the conspiracy against the against the supreme intelligence, but he's too far away to deal with, I guess. Uh And so now that we're back, uh we sort of check in on a plot with him where he's kidnapped Carol Danvers as a way of getting at captain Marvel and and
2: I you know for for um for all of these strange contrivances these issues have been throwing at us this week, uh his kidnapping plot was surprisingly salient uh yeah, he just says he tells Carol Danvers that he knows Marvel and uh hop in you know. Marv's in trouble. Get in the car. (laughs) Jump,
0: jump on in.
2: And she just does. She's like, go, not my, (laughs) not my kiss prince. I'm.
1: (laughs) But we're kissers, but we're friends with kiss benefits. (laughs) Oh, lip benefits. (laughs) Yeah, this is, so this is an event. I'm pretty sure this is the one that is going to be referenced in the future. Uh, I don't know when in the 70s. We're gonna we're gonna read this title, but um Jan Rog has this outlawed Kree device. Apparently there's a lot of outlawed Kree devices that are really easy to get your hands on. Um and he's got this outlawed Kree device called the Psych Magnetron. And I guess it can just sort of do magic. It can conjure shit. Don't really know. It's uh again, kind of unclear. He makes the, <laughs> the- Mandroid. <laughs> With the it. Kree
2: Empire is so strange because <laughs> their laws are vaguely good. Like, th- th- it seems right. like they are, you know, uh, progressive leaning in law. And all of, the, all of the people of the Kree Empire just suck so much.
0: <laughs> they suck so <laughs> hard.
2: <laughs> They're just, there's so much evil to be done in the nation. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like just under the surface. Well, and you got to wonder, I mean, if this was if this was the kind of medium that it would turn into later, right, where we might actually explore some questions that are a little deeper, like, you know, what maybe are, is the evil? Has it been allowed to grow because they sort of let a computer rule their entire <laughs> co- planet? You know what I mean? Like, ha- has sure. essentially electing a computer allowed their their uh, their culture to turn into a, a, a warmongering hate fest? I or... mean, it seems
2: like the Supreme Intelligence is the only thing keeping them from turning into just absolute space savages.
1: Right, it's weird, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, he seems kind of chill. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but this this fight at the Psych Magnatron, uh, they fight, like I said, they summons the Mandroid, uh, which is, ne- describing him would not be as funny as just hearing the name Mandroid, so I won't. Um, but... He ends up destroying the machine and Carol is kind of caught in the blast. And later, a few years later, they will, to my knowledge, use this event as a retcon for why Carol gets powers.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: So this this psych magnetron incident where Captain Marvel saves her and flies off with her, uh, it seems to have sort of but like unlocked some sort of Kree potential in her own DNA Um, with magnets. With magnets.
0: <laughs> Magnetic creep potential. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so that's when she be, you know, so she becomes Ms. Marvel. And I think, again, we'll read this later. So, I, I, you know, this is just my, my vague recollections. I think she spends a while with like a persona, not unlike his, but like uh, that she doesn't realize is happening. Like she goes into a fugue state and then becomes Ms. Marvel and solves crimes and then is like, huh, I wonder what happened over the last few hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that starts here. Should we briefly talk about this weird last issue with the like a labyrinth and a, 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 a fucked up sociologist who lives underground?
0: Yes, yes, we should. <laughs> it was it's like crazy the the whole like um the dude with the the number on his arm the the camp survivor
1: yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah it gets real it does get real they they do they do uh pretty directly invoke. Uh, concentration Auschwitz. camps yeah. in Auschwitz and it is maybe maybe in the context i mean obviously it was a lot more recent history at that mm-hmm. point and so you know bringing it up maybe doesn't feel as in in this way it doesn't feel as hackneyed as it might now but you know it is it's really just like <laughs> really fast like you turn a page and we talk to a guy and he's like ah those people look like they were in a concentration camp and he's like oh he's like i was in one it's like oh shit it,
2: yeah it's not it's not not only is it <laughs> Uh, less hackneyed, but I think it's more topical. I mean, the, it's more topical in the sense that it's closer to, to, mm-hmm. to the, to the 40s. But, um, you know, there are a lot of comparisons to the fucked up psych experiments going on in the 60s. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. uh, and Mengele. And like, we've mm. already, we've, we've already sort of done the damage to the people who will become Charles Manson and Ted Kaczynski.
1: Yeah. I I worried when I when I was reading this issue, I worried that maybe, and of course, I had a feeling it was going to happen. But like maybe in this whole transition to now, suddenly we are the alter ego of Rick Jones that we are kind of losing what made the story interesting in the first place. Yeah, 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 very much. Because we've definitely turned this title into a, a sort of episodic villain of the week potential. Yeah, um, and we're sort of the. If you want to give it,
2: I think, more credit than it's earned, uh, the intrigue has shifted completely from, you know, moral quandary to, uh, a transforming puzzle. Like, which persona do I need to be for which problem?
1: Oh wait, wait! Just you wait until Rick Jones. I've I've read a couple of these before. Wait until Rick Jones is dating and he needs to like go see his girlfriend. and 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 Captain Marvel's like, I need Marvel's cock or what? (laughs) No, no, he's just like, I need to see my girlfriend. Let me out of the negative zone. And he's like, I have, I'm literally in mortal danger. And he's like, but my girlfriend. (laughs) Trash.
2: Marvel, just one time, (laughs) put that hot Kree dong into my girlfriend.
1: I get to wanted watch. To know how,
2: I wanted to know how hard I smash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. We did read Silver Surfer as well. Uh, and the notable thing that has happened for Silver Surfer is that he has switched from a, a quarterly long title to a monthly short title. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's still... I also think this yeah, title has I lost think, something.
2: I mean, yes and no. I think... The quarterlays when they were good were really good, but did often have too much bloat, and True. so this is this is a little streamlined. And I liked some of the shit going on with Silver Surfer, although I guess somewhere in streamlining it lost some of the the pensiveness that that he has yeah. in the longer issues.
0: Yeah, you don't th- you don't get to dwell on him laying over his surfboard as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, like just, just draped
1: love- over his surfboard like a like a drowsy lion.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I I I think that's mostly what I'm missing, or the sort of you know the feeling of space. Uh, Where he goes to space to cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to cry on Earth now. I don't have enough panels to go to space. <laughs> It's funny because the the you know
1: I was like, okay, we're going to monthlies i wonder I wonder if we're gonna see different sorts of stories and the and I know that this one was written as a quarterly and split up into two issues, but like <laughs> opening the first issue and being like Silver Suffer fights the ghost of the flying Dutchman <laughs> like wow, well, it's
2: silly, it's quite okay. silly,
0: <laughs> I like him though, I like the flying Dutchman, you like his I robot liked, hands I, I like love the, his his clampy hands, yeah. <laughs>
2: I liked the guy before the so Mephisto it summons this character. I don't know if it was the the guardian of limbo. I thought it was uh the same character um who in this one the 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 captain of the Flying Dutchman is let me find it. Joost van St- what is it Joost Strat- van <laughs> Straten <laughs> Joost <laughs> uh it's perhaps a little muddy so so mephisto wants to kill silver surfer so mm-hmm. he summons a guy but i think that guy summons it no first he goes to a witch he goes to an old witch and then the witch and then that person summons a ghost, and
1: I think that ghost summons juiced. Is that correct? I think the ghost is juiced. I think I think there's some sort of weird. Uh, That's what
2: I thought too, but it's a completely different like. It's a different visual. character design. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like this.
1: I liked the first ghost uh,
2: mm-hmm. when he was sort of spooky limbo monster. Yeah, he was actually and, a little unsettling the way they the way. And, that, uh, and yeah, and the uh, fun cybernetic pirate was goofy as shit and. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's it's fun for a visual gag,
1: but then we were left with a whole issue of this Luna. This just like bizarre pirate. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with this one. There's some fun Cat moments. Uh, it's 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 really it's really quite funny. It's it feels like he does I, have you, a you... clamp instead of a hook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two of them. What oh, does he have two? I didn't even notice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bo- both hands are clamps. clamped.
0: He's got double clamps and lasers in the middle of both of them. What more <laughs> do you need? I don't know. That's the bedroom kit right
1: there. Mephisto, it's one of those cases where you're like, why don't you just go fight him yourself? But for some reason, he feels the need to have a proxy do it. Well, he and...
2: says, uh, "I." the only thing that I found annoying about his explanation here is that I didn't believe that uh, it was this, that he simply could kill the Silver Surfer if he wanted to, like in, mm-hmm. in Marvel mythology or whatever, like. There's, there's really been no evidence that Mephisto could snap his fingers and kill Silver Surfer. Right. Um, now, granted, he may have just been blowing smoke, but he wasn't blowing smoke up in anybody's ass, but his, he was just monologuing to himself. So it felt unnecessary. But the long story short of it is he believes that if he, he doesn't want to just kill Silver Surfer, he wants to tame him. And while his powers could kill him, he can't, like, right, capture he wants his soul. To... Yeah. So he gets okay. a guy from Limbo.
1: Yeah. The Flying Dutchman. And uh, and then he's like, oh, right. You like boats. Here, let me give you a boat. And he conjures a big ghost boat. And now he's got a ghost boat. And he's flying through the, this, the, the skyscrapers of New York City. And everyone's like, holy shit, there's a giant boat. And I, I don't know that I got much out of it. It's two whole issues of fighting the Flying Dutchman. And I... <laughs> I took so few notes. I wrote like three sentences yeah it's it's kind of a it's kind of nothing i it was it was enjoyable to look at for a little bit and then I guess there's a fun there's a fun interesting part at the end where uh where silver surfer has this whole diatribe about like not wanting to give up his eternal soul and like you know how much it matters and yeah. and he kind of make, manages to make the the Dutchman repentant well
2: he also he also takes a fly <laughs> so, takes a he takes a trips. Takes a trip south of the border to make out with hot Latinas.
0: <laughs> and then, wait, hang on, wait. So the resolution, can we talk about the resolution, how it's a single tear? Yeah, he he <laughs> does, he a tear. a
2: tier, the, is single tear.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, you've broken my curse by crying a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
2: I mean, in the middle of all this, for some reason, he does fly to Latin America to make out with babes.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, awesome. it's real. Well, he's like he's like, OK, I guess I should understand humans better. And he goes back to to Al Harper's place and is like, I guess I'll steal more of Al's clothes. And he puts on human clothes again. And uh, yeah, he goes to South America. The the the, in, the fun part that I want to make sure we mention is that the meanwhile is we see Shala Ball, his girlfriend back from the planet Zen Law, the impossibly far away Zen Law, And uh, she is getting a ride to Earth from a man whose name is Yaro Gort. Yeah. And Yaro
2: Gort is a scumbag. And she's like, I know it, but he's got
0: a car.
1: And that's, yeah.
0: that's exactly what she says, too. That's literally like word for word what she says.
1: Yeah. And so, (laughs) and so obviously, you know, Gort is very into her. I think he, I think we've seen him. I don't know if we named him before, but we saw him. Yeah, they kind of
2: rip off the the Marvel and Una drama Uh because he, he shows, he, he has some sort of space movie maker that can look, can go look at Silver Surfer and spy on him kissing babes.
0: I know, yeah, and it's then a, refuses mm-mm. to look at it. He's like, "I don't have to look at it. I know that all men are trash, like I'm trash." <laughs> I don't want to see a beautiful man <laughs> kiss a beautiful
1: woman. <laughs> Just kiss a beautiful woman. Sorry, I sure. couldn't even say that out loud. Of course, I want to see that. <laughs> uh, but he makes he makes friends with the with the resistance and this woman named Donna, who he definitely she she definitely kisses. And the, the narration for sure is like. Oh, but but Shalabal didn't know that it was just a kiss of gratitude from a hot woman. A kiss of
2: gratitude.
1: It's like there's a separate category of mouth kisses called gratitude mouth kisses that are totally cool and fine and And you shouldn't be a
2: kiss. They they drew this one with
0: they drew this one with they relished in the details. Yes, they did. Well, she's incredibly <laughs> grateful. She had to show it for at least seven <laughs> seconds and full of tongue. They're,
2: yeah, their lips. Their lips look like a look like a pile of slugs.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird couple of issues. Yarrow Gort kind of makes friends with the with the occupying forces, the bad guys, and sort of promises them extra good future tech and. I don't know. They all fight each other in the end and Silver Surfer wins. But in the process, Shala gets shot, um, which again is very Una from Captain yeah. Marvel. Yes. Uh, except Shala doesn't die. Shala's going to die. And so he sends her alone back on her ship on sort of a, a, a direct course back to Zen Law so that they can treat her.
2: Yeah. After she took it, she did an entire 10 seasons of Star Trek Voyager to get here. <laughs> 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 she just gets shot and has to go back
1: yeah they don't even get to talk it stinks like he sees her i don't even know that she consciously they, they don't get to speak a single word and i know that that's probably by design it's like oh yeah we got to keep that that going but like i don't know maybe it just ended up making me mad like
2: yeah but now we get to see more babes more babes <laughs> conquering the babes
1: <laughs> God, i cannot this is so, so fucking ridiculous I, I I didn't I didn't hate the Silver Surfer this time. I just thought it it again not unlike the Captain Marvel stuff. It just feels different.
2: Yeah, it it definitely has a more basic Marvel feel. It's kind of like mm-hmm. this is what a Marvel comic is, and before it was a little different.
1: Yeah, apparently there's there's a note from Stan in in one of the issues, maybe the very first issue we read to, this week, where it was like hey, we know that we're ending on a cliffhanger. We don't normally do that, but we wrote this as one of the quarterlies. But then we, you guys sent us so many letters saying that you wanted us to do this monthly that we're doing that now. And it mm-hmm. kind of feels like maybe of the readers sort of sort of monkeys pawed it a little bit. <laughs> Where they are like, we want the good thing, but we want it more often. And they're like, cool. So to get it more often, you sacrifice the good part. And everyone's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So I'm, I'm hoping that it does uh, continue to. Well, at least... <laughs> they could have still
2: released this one as one comic and then yeah. <laughs> monthly. <come to laughs>
0: <in>. you forced <laughs> us to charge you twice for the same book we already wrote. Darn
2: you readers. <laughs> well,
0: oh, damn it. <laughs> what well, what's actually really, really fun. I, well, I know we never read this stuff at the end, but it kind of ties into what we're talking about right now. Did you guys see the the hollowed ranks of Marveldom? during the Silver Surfer-like letters to the editor or whatever. No, I must have missed it. They have, like, abbreviations for people in, like, the Marvel fan club or whatever, and they're, they're like, a TTB, which is a Titanic true believer. And (laughs) (laughs) they're divinely inspired. Um, A QNS, which is a quite enough sayer. A fortunate, frantic Uh, one who had a letter printed in our mags. Oh, my God. brother. Um, I like this one a lot. This is us. There's the KOF, which is the Keeper of Flame, one who recruits a newcomer to Marvel's ranks.
1: <laughs> we are the Keepers of the Flame.
0: Yeah. And then there's like the the FFF, which is a fearless front facer. Right. I don't even know what
1: that means. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm fearless in showing my front.
0: Exactly. It, it, it's uh just anyone who is devoted to Marvel above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> Shane, yes, I'm here. Hello. Welcome. Shane
1: I call upon you. As keeper <laughs> as keeper of the sacred flame,
0: I call upon you to do your duty. <laughs> We're all keepers of the sacred flame. Um hello everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Fuck Mary Kill where you have one in the gun, one in the bum and one who is the one. And so, I thought today we would talk about maybe characters that were a little less in the spotlight from these comics. Okay. Um we kind of touched on most of them, which is awesome, and I kind of figured we would. Uh so today I have no stipulations. You may take these characters <laughs> at face value. Okay. You you are allowed to take these characters so at no face rules. value. Exactly. This is street rules. <laughs> this, <is, laughs> this, this is no rules. This is street street rules. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so first off, we're going with Shalabal. All right. (laughs) Because I don't think we've ever talked about Shalabal before. Nope. Um, But I think it is important that we do. And then, secondly, you have the Flying Dutchman (laughs) 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 and his sweet, sweet clamps. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And thirdly, you have Rick Jones oh no (laughs) but rick jones before captain marvel is impregnated okay so he can't
2: they can't no swapping atoms we just get we get those (laughs)
0: atoms (laughs) you get only his atoms with no no marvel atom impregnation
1: (laughs) okay so this is this is tough me right so as a as a, a a straight person playing this game, I always want to try and take the gender out of it and just sort of think about the 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 sort of objective attractiveness of everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And what stinks to me is that I'm I would probably be way more interested in a Rick Jones than a Shala Ball. <laughs> 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 that just stinks so bad for me when I think about it. <laughs> but I don't know. I, he's so. He's, he's got the, you know, the confidence and he plays an instrument
0: and, uh, he does. He does play an instrument. <laughs> he is, he is a country bad boy. He so wants your honky know. tonk, badonkadonk, Andy. Oh. Yeah. He's a little junior almond brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think, I think that's, that's my, that's my hang up right now is I'm sort of trying to, to reconcile those things with, with Shalabal's obvious physical attractiveness. Um, okay. Okay. But I don't know. What are you thinking, Rory.
2: Well, I'm thinking you don't marry Ball because she, like Silver Surfer, just cries all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're both <laughs> sad sacks. <laughs> and uh, I feel like that would be just a total drag. <laughs> so I guess, I guess, I think, I think you fuck Ball. I think, I think that's acceptable. You know, okay. She can, you know, cry or not. That's that's her choice.
0: <laughs> oh
2: God, I hate that. <laughs> she's we- that's she's that's constantly weeping she's <laughs> this is just a character who is just leaving a trail of tears everywhere she goes oh, i so don't like that either that you-
0: well don't <laughs> she's like a slug she's like a <laughs> she's, just, she's just a giant just slug a weeping slug yeah yeah so
1: uh and she'd just be thinking about nor and rad the whole time
2: yeah you know what letter
1: yeah, just it's once. Fine.
2: It's once. You can picture who you it. want a picture.
1: Neither of us are getting exactly what we want out of this situation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is
2: this
0: is just
2: two sad <laughs> people fixing each other's hormones, <laughs> <laughs> getting our
1: getting our chemicals straight. <sighs> well, okay. What about the Flying Dutchman? Where does he land? Because Ooh, I don't want to just is, yeah. I, I don't want to just knee jerk kill him. He, uh, he never
0: lands. He is the flying Dutchman.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I think uh,
2: <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking he's marriage material. Ooh. Uh, oh, those clamps come in handy around the yeah, house. Exactly. I was going to say he can open pickle jars forever.
0: Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's got a boat. He's got a boat. He's got a boat. He's got a boat, you guys. He's got a boat. I totally forgot. He's got clamps and a boat. boat. <laughs>
1: Okay, this is a whole new game now.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, Rick Jones has a guitar, but the Flying Dutchman's got a fucking boat.
2: And the Flying Dutchman feels like once, uh, you know, once he's freed from Mephisto, uh, kind of a level head on his shoulders.
1: Maybe he gets some of that
0: juice von Stratten back, and, and yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. <sighs> oh man, people could always be like, "Hey, you bring in the juice." Hey. Are you bringing the juice to the party later and you're like, Always, eh, it's my eh, husband." Wees. Always good to
1: marry somebody with built-in nicknames.
0: I I
1: dude, and that's you got to so kill awful. Ricky.
0: You got to kill Ricky. Oh
1: no. Shit. Shane, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know if I can I, pick yet.
0: Okay, listen. I salt that big old slug.
1: <laughs> okay, you kill Shala Ball. I got kill
0: Shalabal. I salt Shala. Um, she's so nice, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's such a bummer. <laughs> she is she is a bummer, and I think what i i'm I'm very much when we play this game, I feel like I'm always putting sad people out of their misery, which is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I think I also marry the Dutchman because <laughs> it comes with built in travel, uh-huh. it comes with built in power tools. I mean, he probably knows a sea shanty or two, and those are real big right now. So big. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, Rick Jones and I have fun, and then I throw them away.
1: Got it. You know, it's actually, it's interesting what you said there, Shane, about, about you trying to, like, you sort of putting sad people out of their misery. Because, like, I don't <laughs> think, there's no option in this game that would help someone who's sad right? <laughs> you can't, you can't fuck someone happy. You can't marry someone happy and you certainly can't kill someone happy. So if we were playing fuck, marry, kill therapy, maybe we would, maybe we'd have a viable oh. option to fix that problem. <laughs> but... you,
0: you think, you think we should play fuck, marry therapy? Oh, no. I no. think we're adding a fourth it's <laughs> fuck, marry, kill therapy. <laughs> I think there's therapy uh, for all three. I
1: think you're right. I think that I fuck Rick Jones. I marry the Flying Dutchman, and I kill Shalabal. The Dutchman with a threefer.
0: I know. I know. Yeah. He's just husband material. <laughs> <laughs> he it's, really is. is. that just That's just code for has a boat. It's has <laughs> a boat, yeah. That's code for has a boat, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been issue 17 of The Infinite Backlog. And remember, as we always say, if you want to be marriage material, make sure you have a boat. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.